the Untitled Wrestling Podcast is proudly sponsored by Thatchface, taming beards and saving lives. Warning, the following podcast contains strong language which some listeners may find offensive. You are tuned in to the Untitled Wrestling Podcast, hosted by Troy, Jay and Aaron. Hello listeners, welcome to another episode of the Untitled Wrestling Podcast and our weekly news roundup, our first of the year and there is a low to get through. How are we doing this morning chaps? Um, I'm all good mate. Um, how is the ace of the Untitled Wrestling Podcast? Good. My, my tootsies are cold. Aside from that, I'm good. <laughs> Go ace! Oh, good ace. Go ace. Good ace. <laughs> is, is Aaron on a delay or has he just chosen not to do it <laughs> no no I just took my time <laughs> dickhead <laughs> I just took my time <laughs> oh. well without further ado let's jump into some news uh, Jay what have you got for us on the AEW front okay um, so there's two two kind of like bit crap things and one like really cool thing so I'll do the crap ones for I say crap like bad news. Um, so first one is that Trent of the best friends um, is injured. He's out four to five months. Oh Christ! He's really torn pectoral muscle. Um, and yeah, they was they were seeming to just kind of like get into a big feud with uh, Miro and Kip Sabian. Obviously, they're doing the wedding angle there, so they were kind of leading it into that. Now it looks like it's just going to be Chuck Taylor um, and Orange Cassidy feuding with. Uh, it, they were kind of teasing it was gonna it was gonna end up being a match for Orange Cassidy and Miro, right. um, and now it looks like they're kind of going down the road of that still. But with Chuck Taylor now kind of taking the place of what Trent was doing, mm-hmm. which is fine. I like Chuck. I like Chuck. Yeah. He's a good wrestler. Um, also, there was meant to be a Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker match at New Year's Smash Night Two. It's been postponed oh. after Thunder Rosa came in contact with somebody with COVID nineteen. Ah. So she had to self-isolate. Um, so we will be getting that match eventually, just not yet. Mm-hmm. Um, and the last little bit I've got is uh, something I got announced quite late last night. Um, Matt and Rebby Hardy are expecting their fourth child. Woo! Congrats. And it's going to be the first Hardy girl. Nice. Yeah. Awesome. So we're going to get a proper like Hardy foundation or something. Some <laughs> shit. Amazing. That's good news. Massive congratulations. Really, really good. Congratulations, indeed. Um, what have I got for AEW? Uh, a couple of little bits. Um, Fightful is saying that there is apparently no heat from WWE on Snoop Dogg following his appearance on AEW Dynamite this week. I know we said that we thought there might be a little while back because they had that merchandise of The Undertaker and that got pulled quite quickly and we thought it might be something to do with that. Um, the thing is, though, like Snoop Dogg would give a fuck. He doesn't give a shit, does he's he? Not, he's not under contract to anybody. He don't, he don't fucking care. Yeah. <laughs> um, moving on, the Observer notes that there have been talks of AEW moving to Miami to take television in the near future. Um, Tony Schiavone mentioned on... Oh, no, sorry, that's another point. But yes, they're moving to Miami, apparently. There's been um, talks for February only. Oh, yeah, just doing... for a month. For February only, I've seen... Yeah, apparently, probably. it's not a it's not a lock. So the reason they're doing Miami is because they did the uh, it was Bash the Beach last year. This year it's Beach Break, um, like another like sort of little pay per view esque show. Hmm. Um, they did it there last year, I believe. So it was like actually on Miami Beach. Um, um, so I think it's that. Also, there no, was oh, go on. there was lots of complaints. That was all. There was freezing cold. As- as well, so they're like, Oh, we'll go to Miami as well to help that, yeah. Cover that as well. So, I mean, it is the winter, so yeah, but were, pe- um, were, people expect- were people expecting to go to having to put on factor 50 in a pair of flip flops? Do you know what I mean it's February? Well, it's, behave. it's it's not Florida though, <laughs> yeah, I know, but Florida's well, not Florida, chilly, isn't it? Like, yeah, Florida, then- Florida's not fucking sub Sahara. <laughs> the Americans no. aren't used to our shitty British weather. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, In particular, um, the Scottish weather. 
<laughs> I, um, but yeah, it's it's basically a. Uh, I think it was well. The another factor of it was that uh, the ticket sales at the Daily's Place one were sort of dwindling a bit because they've they've basically been there for like with fans for kind of what four months now. It's because it's safe. It's because they yeah. own it. And fans oh, no, complaining but, about that. No, no. But what I mean is they. They're thinking like they're, they're going to go to another venue and then it'll hopefully give them a bit of a spike in ticket sales. There, uh, still the same way. Um, but yeah, I suppose, I suppose as well, it's, it'll probably be good for the town, like a bit of a change of scenery because yeah, they don't want it to go too stale. Mm. Fair enough. Next point, uh, Tony Skiavone <laughs> mentioned on the AW Unrestricted podcast. <laughs> <laughs> The WWE <laughs> wanted him to end his career in the company, but then um, what have I written here? Sorry, give me a moment. Um, then balked after and gave the dollar amount. I, I don't know what I've written there. It's nonsense. I, they get they basically give him a really <laughs> shitty, um, really shitty offer. Um, oh, okay. They, lo- they lowballed him. Also, he said them um, in the same thing. That uh, his wife said she'd divorce him if he went to WWE. Fucking hell! Because of the oh, that's how bad the offer was. Wow, Jesus! <laughs> well, he's doing all right now. That's the main thing. Um, last bit of AW news from me. <clears throat> Excuse me. On the Wrestling Observer Radio, uh, Brian Alvarez said that Nick Jackson was worried that he'd broke his leg during Dynamite's opening bout. And that's why he didn't use the super kick during the Bullet Club reunion. It turns out that Jackson uh, only has a leg contusion and won't miss any time. Does someone want to explain what a contusion is? Because apparently KO's out with spinal contusions. This is this is a condition is, I've never it, heard of. Isn't it like a um, kind of like a bruised bone? A bruised bone. I don't okay. know. I don't know if it's like an actual bruised bone, but you know what I mean. Like it's it's ba- it's basically just like a. Oh, I Hold up. Contusion is a medical term for a bruise. Yeah. Fucking hell. <laughs> is, is that because contusion sounds more severe than, oh, I've got a bruise? But, well, it's... Fuck it's off, more... mate. I had bruises on my arm from dead arms at school. I didn't have to take time off. It, it's probably it's probably <laughs> more severe than just a bruise, like I'd imagine. But yeah. <laughs> it, does sound, it does sound more official if you call it that. Imagine, um, oh, on your signal, oh, I've got contusions. Fucking hell, they sound awful. I mean, yeah, yeah, it's just a few bruises. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, on, on Dynamite, he looked like he was actually, like, he was like Winston when he was walking, like he was strong to put weights on his legs. So, yeah. fair enough. But uh, thankfully, it wasn't It wasn't a broken leg. I mean, to the extent he thought it was, yeah. I'm pretty sure he wouldn't have been able to walk out to the fucking ring if he had a broken leg. <laughs> yeah. No amount of athletic tape's going to help you there, Nick. <laughs> Moving on to... Hey, boy, boy, boy. Just quickly, bone contusions take a bit longer, usually one to two months. Okay. Thank you, Dr. Statcliffe. (laughs) Moving on to uh, some New Japan news. Have you got for us, Jay? Yeah, let me just go up. So, um, obviously, the day after Wrestle Kingdom, they have New Year's Dash. Um, Most notably, it usually sets up like the sort of card for the next pay-per-view which is New Beginning which I believe is the day before the Royal Rumble Okay. Um, and so the, they've set up what looks to be six matches uh, I've broken down, just list them off um, one obviously happened at Wrestle Kingdom after Kota Ibushi retained the title, uh, Sonata challenged them nice. that looked, he kind of went forward with that, that looks like it's going to happen yeah. um, we got Homo Takahashi is going to be getting challenged by show for his junior heavyweight title. Uh, I, I might, might add as well, by the way, none of this has been made official, but it's just kind of like mm-hmm. they, they do the challenge thing and then it usually gets made like yeah, yeah, the following yeah. week or the weekend before the show or something. Um, Akada versus Evil. Oh, nice. They Ooh. usually have good matches. Yeah. Uh, Bushi versus Master Water, which is a bit of a surprising one, but that... Ah. Master Watto was obviously really young. He was like 23, 24. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And they obviously have a lot of stock on him and they want to give him like a sort of bit more of a high profile opponent. So it's pretty mm-hmm. cool. Um, 
El Fantasmo and Taiji Ishimori versus Suzuki Goon for the uh, junior heavyweight tag team titles. Nice. And a match that I'm sure we're all going to be excited for, especially you, Troy. Shingo Takagi versus the ace, Hiroshi Tanahashi. Go ace! Um, go ace! Go ace! The best, the best hair in professional wrestling. Fact. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they're, they're the six. Uh, they did do a bit more sort of like story building with um, a couple of young lions and a couple of older guys, most notably uh, Gabriel Kidd and Yuji Nagata. Yeah. Um, they also had Will Ospreay's uh, Empire beat up Hiroshi Tenzan, who's the one who looked like one of the nasty boys. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> getting, nasty boy sags. <laughs> yeah, do a, do a stretcher job on him. Um <laughs> But yeah, they they seem to be the six matches they go they're going with for this uh, pay per view. Mm. Um, but yeah, first day before the rumble, that's quite cool. Yeah, do man, a, do a little live stream for that. Could do, yeah. That's a solid Saturday weekend of wrestling. Stream. We we won't be getting a takeover that weekend, will we? So oh. that'll make up for it. Takeovers, takeovers Valentine's Day, you know. Yeah, it's not for two three weeks after. And it's nice. It's as I say, it's nice. Saturday morning, so it'll be a bit easier. Ah, oh, yes. Morning drinking. Because I haven't got work that day. Yes. Yes. Right um, <laughs> so yeah, that, that's the New Japan um, one. And then I've got one for uh, Ring of Honor as well, mm-hmm. which is um, that they agreed to the mutual dismissal of Marty Scale following uh, the speaking out uh, allegations. He actually like ag- admitted to doing what he was accused of oh. um, and said he was wanting to kind of like try and use that to help out or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, but basically, this is a kind of an interesting situation because obviously he's not um, a US citizen, but he's got a house in Florida. Oh. So what what's been set, what's kind of being floated around is that apparently WWE are extremely interested in him. They have been since like he uh, signed that big deal with Ring of Honor last year, um, and that possibly WWE might make a play for him sooner rather than later. Um, because otherwise he'll get deported. Deported, yeah. Oh, so, um, interesting. Yeah, watch this space. Um, oh, that'd be a sizable acquisition. Yeah, I mean, it's obviously a bit mad without everything that's been yeah, kind of yeah, come of out about them, but WWE don't really give a shit about that, do they? Clearly <laughs> um, not. <coughs> Jackson Riker. <coughs> Last one of them. Oh, oh God, something in the air today, isn't it? A terrible cough. <laughs> Sound like you got a touch of the Rona. Might have to go get tested. Um, <laughs> have you got anything uh, else? Well, yeah, that, 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 indie-wise? My um, New Japan indies, well, cool. New Japan other stuff. Um, yeah. Um, I've got a little bit from Impact uh, in a report on their Patreon select site. Fightful says that Ethan Page has already left Impact. His cinematic match for next weekend's Hard to Kill pay-per-view, uh, which we'll be doing a live stream watch along of, um, that was filmed back in November. So he, uh, at the time of recording, is a free agent. Is this the guy that's got the alter ego as the karate man? Yeah, that's the cinematic match. Fucking hell. He's fucking great. He's so Is good. He ready, Troy? An impact pay-per-view, nothing can ready me for that. He's genuinely a really good wrestler. Like, Obviously, yeah. he's one half of the North, who are one of the best tag teams in the world. Um, and he's the karate man's kind of like... It's kind of like an homage more than like a piss take. Like, it is a bit of a piss take, but it's like an homage to sort of like old like martial arts films. Oh, okay. And, um, and Steve he, Blackman. And Steve Blackman. Um, <laughs> the lethalist of weapons. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, it, I, think he's ba- I think he based it on like Jean-Claude Van Damme or something like that, but it's it's, <laughs> it's pretty awesome. funny. Like, awesome. he did a, He did a cinematic match on his YouTube. I don't know if it's the same one, where if he lost, he had to take down all his merchandise, um, which is usually a sign that someone's going to WWE or possibly AEW, but usually yeah. WWE. So, so uh, that was an interesting turn of events. So, uh, okay, where Ethan Page shows up is definitely a hot topic of discussion. Indeed, indeed. Um, yeah, so that's everything from New Japan Indies and other promotions. Um, I've got a couple of bits for NXT. Have you got anything for NXT, Jay? I have. 
Oh, God. I think to be honest, a lot of my a lot of my WWE news is very NXT centric. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I've got I've got like two that are kind of bundled into one. Um which is that Daniel Bryan's been pitching to bring more NXT wrestlers to uh, across the SmackDown to try and freshen things up, um, nice. create a few new feuds, and mm-hmm. just kind of, kind of like make everyone feel a bit more important. Because obviously, if people aren't having the same match week in week out, like on Raw, you get a <laughs> bit more invested. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, two of the names that have been kind of touted for that are uh, Damian Priest and Rhea Ripley. Um, apparently their call-ups are imminent following New Year's Evil after nice. they lost the Raquel Gonzalez and Karrion Cross, respectively. Um, I believe you've got something on that, Damien Priesting, if you want to touch on that now. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the other week, uh, an NXT talent was scripted to debut on SmackDown um, in the main event segment with Roman J and KO, uh, according to WrestleVotes. Uh, Fightful then uh, announced that that person was Damian Priest. Uh, WrestleVotes didn't know the source um, uh, of that at the time uh, when they reported it, but do say that the plan was scrapped um, or maybe just delayed a week to allow for Priest match on New Year's Evil. Um, speaking of Priest match on New Year's Evil, uh, Karrion Cross put out um, a nice tweet uh, the other day, actually paying a bit of respect to him um, saying no surprise that the toughest fight of my career came from another fellow uh, Barukia. I don't know how to pronounce that um, from the same hometown in uh, New York Uh, in another life, you know, the rest, but this isn't another life. This is the cross era and I'll be getting my NXT championship back in due time. So yeah, that was nice because that was a great match. Really, really good. That was a good match. Good send off for uh, for Priest if he is to come up uh, or rather over to uh, SmackDown. Um, yeah. um, and... One thing I oh sorry you still on the Damian Priest thing? No 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 you were good. Oh good because just before we move from that, uh, one thing I did here was apparently um, so there, there was a couple things that come out like a little bit later in the week after this report came out. Um, obviously there's the whole WWE have like the agreement with NXT that they won't. They won't pick someone out of a storyline and they won't um it was in storyline, sorry, and they won't um like call someone uh, up or move them along or whatever you want to call it mm. without some sort of like a storyline in place. So they usually give them like a couple of months to kind of get that ready. Right. Um this wasn't the case for Damien Priest. This was like literally decided like the day before SmackDown. Oh shit. Um, and apparently Damn. Vince had asked for like a top someone who could be considers like a main event level babyface off NXT to basically fill that role in SmackDown. And Damian Priest was the name that was pitched. Um, he was meant to be debuting as Kevin Owens's best friend. Oh, really? And the reason, well, this is, it's funny you react that way because the reason that it got nixed was because Kevin Owens said, well, it's not believable that he's my best friend. We've got fuck all in common. <laughs> and then, um, yeah. I mean, like, it's not not a slight at him. It's just, we, why would he all of a sudden be my new best friend? Yeah, there's, um, there's no like story it, there at all. Especially because they've already crossed paths in like NXT a few times. Yeah. Um, and even on Survivor Series uh, last year. And when, basically, when word of this got to Rome and Rome was like, well, yeah, he's got a good point there. <laughs> <laughs> so they basically, they basically postponed and now there's talk that he might end up going to Raw instead of SmackDown. Um but hopefully he does go to SmackDown because I don't want them to ruin another NXT guy. God, imagine, Jesus. Oh. Last yeah. bit of NXT news from me. Uh, PW Insider notes that Timothy Thatcher's injury is a work, 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 and NXT decided to push the fight bit back, so they created a kayfabe Thatcher injury to explain that decision. Um, Do it a takeover, you cowards. Just yeah, it that's yeah, it should be at a takeover, really. Have it um, have a close out takeover. Oh because obviously ooh. they've got to build the fight pit up. Yeah. Don't ooh. pull that face, Aaron. Come Fuck on, I'm, Aaron. I'm thinking of I'm thinking of logistics here. Have you seen the fucking fight pit? It's not like a case they can lower, it's got gears and all kinds of shit on it. They've got a whole crew to do it specifically to do that. So it's fine. Come on. Come on. Come on. Uh, moving on. <laughs> Don't know how long it takes. I've got one more NXT thing. Oh, okay. Um, 
Sorry, I, I glossed over it because I had that like big one. So I was like, oh yeah, you've got this as well. Uh, <laughs> they've announced the full list of teams for Dusty Classic now. Uh, obviously, they announced most of them on NXT. Yeah, yeah. And they've yeah. also said that some of the matches are going to take place on 205 Live. Oh, okay. Um, which is interesting. Um, so the teams yeah. that they've, they've announced, uh, uh, Jake Atlas and I, Isaiah Swerve Scott, obviously they're, oh. they're feuding at the moment, so that's a weird one. Mm-hmm. Um, the Way, which is uh, Gargano and Austin Theory, for anyone who isn't keeping up. Um, Undisputed Era members, I believe it's Adam Cole and Roderick Strong. Yeah. Um, the grizzled young veterans. Everise. Imperium, Legado del Fantasma, um, Brizango, Killian Dane and Drake Maverick, Kurt Stallion and August Gray, Kashida and Leon Ruff. Oh, uh, which I like that team when they had that match the other week. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, yeah, and the Bollywood Boys, aka the Singh Brothers. I thought they were over in India. I thought they were part they, of the WWE India thing. Well, NXT India is going to be getting filmed. Yeah, but that's getting. Yeah. Uh, so this will, this will be a way to kind of introduce them. They've, they've still been doing work on um, on two or five live, but I guess this will be a way to kind of introduce them to a bit more of a uh, mainstream audience, draw a bit more interest up in that. That's a um, stacked stacked tournament. There's some great teams in there. Yeah, I'm, I'm to be honest, some of the like two or five live guys, like the Bollywood boys, I've not seen them really properly work as a team because no. they were obviously like gin. There's like heavies, well, I'll say heavies. Lackies, <laughs> um, they're not heavies, uh, and they were in the uh, they were in the cruiserweight classic. And other than that, they've they've had like bits and bobs, but I'm not really seeing much. But they they both quite quite good wrestlers. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Being looking forward to seeing them. Um, There's only awesome. one team in there I'm disappointed about. What's that? Ever blurt? Don't know. They're, they're giving them a bit of a, a bit more like exposure now, aren't they? No need. The shit. Fat, fat and <laughs> make your lunch money, Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> they found some of the 80s cocaine. They're looking at some of the facial expressions. They've been pulling me <laughs> some of that Tony Montana cocaine. <laughs> some of the Randy Savage cocaine. <laughs> uh, right, less drugs, more talk. So, WWE news. Um, <laughs> what have you got, Jay? Well, it's it's quite fitting that you've said less drugs, more talk, because somebody who's clearly on drugs is Bruce Pritchard. Um, <laughs> he was he recently appeared on Sam Roberts' Not Sam Wrestling podcast, which is on the WWE Network. So this isn't like something that WWE could kind of like gloss over or like sweep under the fucking carpet. This is something they've aired on their their network, yeah, yeah. Um, where he basically a lot of uh, producers and writers within WWE. Have labelled him as an embarrassment, um, and that he came across as arrogant and pompous, um, and that he, he gave the general impression that he knows what the fans want more than the fans themselves, which is wow. obviously like massive insult to wrestling fans because obviously they you like as you see with Raw's dwindling ratings, yeah, um, they generally tend to kind of. Show they'll switch off if uh, if they don't like something, um, and it's it's just kind of, it's just kind of like a testament to what WWE's kind of mentality's been like in the yeah. last couple of years. Um, obviously, like Bruce Pritchard, he's one of Vince's like oldest right hand men. He's been in and out of the company for years, um, and that I think that's why he's in the position because he knows what Vince wants to see, and I think he. He's kind of shown himself to be like the biggest ass kisser that they've got. That's what um, he wants. When when you look when you look back at like CM Punk's pipe bomb and he's talking about all the yes men. Yep. Like this is prime what he's on about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely, hundred percent. And the fact that like the, there's obviously been talk in the past of like Bruce Pritchard, um, like building stars up to then just bury them. Big A mm. prime example of that retribution. Yeah. Um, and it's because it's something that Vince likes to see. And it's like, come on, like, Fuck it's fucking hell. 2021. Treat your employees better. You, you're putting a fucking show on TV. It's not It's not like you're 
just doing this to like have a laugh with your mates. It's not like a fucking pet project. This is like a fucking global a television show. Global television show with people's fucking livelihood at stake and you're making them look a fucking dickhead on TV for your own amusement. Yeah, like ima- imagine imagine if you had, say, for example, I don't know, something like Game of Thrones and one week you just went, I mean, I know they've got the Night King coming down and it, the army of the White Walkers are literally about to march on Winterfell. But this week, we're going to have them all wear silly hats or something <laughs> stupid like that. Yeah. You wouldn't yeah, fucking yeah. see it. They're so all coming out of Mr. Blobby here? outfits. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And uh, I'm not being funny. Some of the shit that like WWE put out recently has just been borderline insulting to like people's intelligence. Yeah. Um, I mean, go, li- go listen to our raw reviews if you want to hear more on that. <laughs> because generally at most weeks, it's every week. Yeah. Upset yeah. about how bad a show we've just had to sit through. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I hope, I mean, I'd like to say hopefully this will mean he'll be, he'll be removed from his position because, because I, I mean, it sounds like he politicked his way to getting uh, Paul Heyman removed. Mm. Um, and when you look at what Heyman was trying to do on Raw and build younger stars and yeah. you look at what he's doing with everything he's done with Roman and he's, been overseeing that for like such a long time. Yeah. Um, it, it's it, it obviously shows like the difference of sort of booking style. Um, shall we say? Also, another fun Bruce Pritchard fact before we move on from this, he he allowed um, I believe it was AJ Styles and Bobby Roode's impact contracts um, to expire, which is why they both left. What? He he was in charge of all that when uh, when he was in Impact, and he let them both expire because he thought, "Oh yeah, they're going to resign." Wow! And he thought he thought he could lowball them with a shitty offer, and then when AJ was like, "Yeah, I'm just going to go to Japan and make like make a fucking load of money," fuck it, he hell. was shocked. So that shows how much he's got his finger on the pulse, um, dickhead. Yeah, <laughs> bad blurt. <laughs> um, I think that's on my WWE. All right. Yeah, I deliberately left something else in New York. <laughs> more on that later <laughs> well I, I was going to segue in uh with speaking of people that are on drugs um but we, we went off that quite quickly um but according to fightful seth rollins and matt riddle have apparently squashed their beef <laughs> after a talk backstage which happened at survivor series um yeah where, where did this come off the back of i remember we mentioned it a few months uh... ago it was, I think it was the previous Survivor Series. Oh, okay. Um, that they were basically like basically Riddle and his wife were burying. I say burying. They were, they were, they were, they were basically just like bad mouth and Seth yeah. and Becky. Ah, and that's then, it. Uh, Riddle's wife put something on Instagram, basically like body shaming Becky. Oh, Jesus! Um, and. I mean, the, the riddles seem like just great people anyway, don't they? Let's be honest. Um, <laughs> so it doesn't surprise me. Uh, mm. But yeah, ba- basically, I think Seth's, Seth's obviously, like as much as we give him shit for being like a company guy, he's obviously realized he can make the company money by doing some stuff with Riddle and some people would want to see. Yeah. And obviously, it's something that now the company can build off like real life things, which they love doing. Yeah, um, yeah, and like Blair and the lines of reality and fiction. So, well, they did it with Riddle and Corbin at one point, didn't they? Like just yeah. before, like their match, and Corbin comes out and mentions something that actually happened. I think with his wife or something, and, and said, "Oh, such and such on Twitter," or I don't know. So, yeah, yeah there's there's a ready-made story, some ammunition there. So, we'll see. Um, moving on, uh, Insider was told that Carlito declined WWE's offer to appear at the Legends Night because he didn't want to travel across the country for a quick cameo. Fair fucking play. Yeah. Fair play. So I heard something weird about this um, where I can't, I think Cultaholic it was, I heard this one, um, where they'd advertised people that they hadn't actually reached out to yet. So they advertised Carlito and Candice Michelle and they hadn't reached out to either of them. And then Carly was like, yeah, I wouldn't have done that anyway. And Candice <laughs> Michelle, on the other hand, was like, well, to be fair, it's nice to just kind of like 
Gotcha. Be brought along. I enjoy going to see everyone, so yeah. I would have probably done that. But they didn't ever contact her. Um, it's just, it's just a fucking shit show, isn't it? It is, isn't it? It's yeah. an absolute, like, Kurt, Kurt Angle was also announced, and he didn't. Show oh, was he? Was he? Yeah. I didn't even yeah. notice that. Um, Sticking on that subject, um, Inside the Ropes notes that despite reports going round that Mickie James was quietly moved to the legend side of the WWE roster, she is still an active performer for the company and has been cleared to wrestle. I'd like to see her go back to NXT. I'd like to see it like that. Well, it wasn't really a run in NXT. She just had a match against Asuka, didn't she, when they brought her Mm. back into the company. I'd like to see her go to NXT. And she's, just be like she's a, a good wrestler. Like she's I really mean, good. Like look at a match she had with Asuka like on Raw the other month. Well, well see, like September, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, and before like the weird finish, that was fucking really good. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's it's weird. Like they they do this thing in WWE where they're happy to bring fucking in the men's division people back from like the fucking nineties, but when they've got someone. Like who's active on the women's division? Who's been around for a long time? They just let them fucking. They just put them out to pasture and stop using mm. them. It's like, yeah. well, the, at this current moment in time when they're struggling to fucking establish people and make stars, yeah, you've got like someone who is already pretty well recognized, mm-hmm. like, multiple time former women's champion, and she's still a certainly a very good wrestler absolutely like, imagine is that, it imagine what so is it just that fucking uh, Vince is like oh you're getting old you're not as good looking as you used to be just if you're a lot of diva I once remembered you <laughs> probably fucking is <laughs> to be fair we're ju- yeah we joke, probably but, is yeah I mean, he can still wheel out fucking Undertaker looking like he's starting to decompose. And <laughs> Goldberg with his fucking grey beard, but he can't because because she's fucking almost like, or she, she could even be in her 40s. Like, nah, we're, we're going to just make you a legend now. Yeah. And yeah. even even when you look at like when like Beth Phoenix and Molly Holly have come back, they've both looked still fucking great. Yeah, man. And they've both yeah, yeah. still been able to go. It's just again, it's like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. Like, and that's the thing. Like, it's all about, we talked, we t- spoke about this before. Like, the way, like, it's not them bringing back people from the past, it's how they use them. Mm. And if they used any of them in like a few to elevate somebody, like, say, a Bianca Belair or yeah. a Peyton Royce, yeah, put them in a few that have a good series of matches. And then you're, you're out to the fucking races, you're halfway there. Yeah. You've got you've got somebody who like now he's got oh well they've they've had that match with them and they've looked really good with them and they beat exactly. them just building their stock up that's it yeah yeah nonsense um, moving on according to Fightful some people in WWE were hopeful that Goldberg <laughs> oh I laughed because who was hopeful over this I don't know. Um, <laughs> some people in WWE were hopeful that Goldberg would improvise lines in his promo on Raw to make up for Drew McIntyre's promo being cut, but Goldberg didn't budge from the original script. <laughs> I, I think that ship had sailed one because Goldberg shit, yeah, and two because he had put the fucking door. So it's a miracle that even remembered those lines. I mean, he was stumbling across his words anyway. <laughs> So, yeah, again, like it's quite fitting that you've just done that when we've been talking about Mickey James, and then you go from someone who's legitimately like still got something to offer to somebody who offers Has absolutely nothing. fuck all, yeah, and is literally like just a name, in. nothing else, just a yeah, name. Yeah, he's, he's getting brought in because he's a big and he's like got the nostalgia value, and Vince is probably going to put the belt on him or. Either that, or somehow weasel his way into fucking getting him into what some big match at Mania, mm. just just because he's like a name value and he might sell tickets. And it's like, well, that's fair enough, I guess, for the casual fans. But what about the fans who watch round every fucking yeah. who 
week like, in, week out, who, pay yeah, the money, who buy sit the merch. through the absolute trite that they put out yeah. on yeah. Raw every week. Yeah. I can't say the same about SmackDown. SmackDown's good, but yeah. Raw is garbage. And like that's the thing. They're, they're literally now going, oh, well, how can we fix this? Oh, let's just bring back this man from 1998. He wasn't good in 1998. He's <laughs> certainly not good in 2021. Um, all he does is come back, beat the young star that they're trying to build up, and then fucking piss off into go, obscurity yeah. again. And yeah. then moans about it and either drops it to Brock or drops it to someone else that he feels like it's feasible to be able to beat him because they're bigger than him. It's like, fuck off. Yeah. Nonsense. Did you know, Goldberg, that wrestling's a work? You don't have to fucking protect your image because it's a fucking work. <laughs> but um, on a similar subject, yeah. Wrestling Observer Radio, um, Dave Meltzer mentioned, or discussed rather, the build uh, WWE had been doing to Roman versus Goldberg. The late decision to have Goldberg challenge Drew at the Royal Rumble wasn't a swerve, but presumably because they have nobody ready. Fuck me, silly. Right, firstly... I'd have much rather have seen Goldberg You've come back. You've got a perfectly good Keith Lee on Raw. You've got like Keith you fucking Lee. had Wrestle Drew on Raw for the hey, title. He's a, he's a fat camp on NXT, mate. Listen, pal. <laughs> Listen, mate. Rest of that shit. Hey. Bless your mouth, dickhead. Keith's uh, doing it for I, the big lads. I would have much rather have seen Roman and Goldberg over the Rumble. Oh. At least Roman and Goldberg's got a bit of a fucking story. So There's it. something there, exactly. But yeah, it's just bollocks. Uh, this whole presumably because there was no one ready. What part of the roster are you looking at to say there's no one ready? No, no one's ready. But we'll we'll give them Orton for about six months on the trip. You know, you know, <laughs> you know how you make people ready. You do this thing called building them up. You invest time. Yeah into making them look good. And then they are ready. I'm not being funny. If you want to talk about no one fucking ready, they've been building a match with Sheamus for the last three months. Yeah. They could literally pull the fucking trigger on that whenever they want now. I'd love to see that. Is that the point? I think they're holding enough till Mania. I assume they're holding enough till Mania the way they're going. But they're because Drew and Sheamus want that match at Mania. Um, Which I get, because they've spoke about it when they started out. But at the same time, they could literally pull the trigger on that whenever they want. They've mm-hmm. got that to the point now where everyone's anticipating it happen. Everyone's ready for it to happen. They're still telling good stories with it. Yeah. But they could have they could have easily pulled the trigger after that Keith Lee match, and it would have made more sense storyline mm-hmm. than Goldberg coming out and saying Drew's doing something that Randy Orton was doing <laughs> because he put the door too hard you, and he can't you, tell the difference between Drew and Randy. You're being a dickhead about the ledgers. No, no. No, no. I was Randy. Guy. <laughs> Randy, he made he made us all feel uncomfortable when he was berating poor Mark Henry. Yeah. National treasure, Mark Henry. <laughs> uh, moving on from Goldberg, because I've had enough about talking about Dickhead. Goldberg, um, more like. <laughs> um, last couple of bits for me. Jeff Jarrett is heavily involved in WWE's India project, um, according to Sports Keeda. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jarrett, who has experience in the region what, from working on your face, TNAs, say again. Did you, did you see what happened to GCW? <laughs> <laughs> whoa, whoa, GCW, put some respect on it. It's GFW. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, sorry, Force Wrestling. So, sorry, Game Changer Wrestling. I sincerely apologize. I um, sincerely <laughs> apologize. Just that. <laughs> Um, Be that as it may, I I think this is a good choice. I think Troy was about to say why before we interrupted them. So I'll let him finish talking. Before you so rudely interrupted the ace, I was saying... Go ace! (laughs) Go ace! (laughs) ace. Um, Yes, Jarrett has experience working in the region from his previous work on TNA's Rinka King... Um, he's been tasked with searching for a native-born Indian WWE superstar. So yeah, Jarrett's over I there. Think I know one. <laughs> Go on. You could just get your kid. He's boy. great and he's big. <laughs> <laughs> he's got, he's got hands it. like you know, a wall. They're gonna fucking break. They're gonna just go. Ah oh, shit! How can we get people watching this? We're bringing Carly. Oh, good grief! 
Carly is like God in India. He is, isn't he? He's like, yeah. over like Rover there. Um, yeah, so Jeff Jarrett's involved in uh, in their India project. Like you say, um, previous experience in the region with the stuff he did with TNA. Um, it'd be interesting. I don't think it's something we're going to be watching religiously, um, but certainly maybe catch a, a few of the episodes just to kind of see what's um, what. Yeah, I'll give it a watch, like to start with, because I mean, NXT UK is good. It'll probably yeah. be a similar sort of creative team. Yeah. Um, yeah. Why not? Why not? Give yeah. The lads a ch- lads is a chance. And moving on to my last point and the the talk of the town um, and the talk of the wrestling industry this week um, after Wrestle Kingdom, Jay White, we thought possibly it was a work, um, but he is a free agent and there are rumours of WWE um, being very, very interested um, with some people in the company having gone out of their way, way to speak very highly of him. Um, it's also people on the Super J cast have said it's 50-50 on whether he stays with New Japan or not. Um, I know you were saying about it on the Wrestle Kingdom live stream that it's someone at Triple H has been very interested in wanting to sign for quite a while. Yeah, there was, there was a report that come out, I want to say last year, at some like early last year though, it was over a year ago anyway. Yeah. Um, that like Triple H had kind of like a list of people he wanted to sign, and the tippy top of that was Jay White. Um, I mean, you look at him; he's ready made to be like a main event guy. Yeah, wherever, sure. whatever brand they put him on, he yeah. could walk into the main event as like one of the top heels, and he yeah. wouldn't feel out of place. He's that good. Yeah. Um. And. He work. He already works a very sort of similar style to what WWE want from a guy, mm. but with a bit more sort of like a sort of Japanese like twist to it. Yeah. Um, with like the sort of like big strong style suplexes and shit like that. That's um, I I think wherever he goes, he's gonna be a, he's gonna be an asset. I it, it's weird because like in New Japan, he hadn't really he he hadn't really like sort of. Not realised his potential, but he hadn't really like explored all the avenues he could have. But at right. the same time, he pretty much won everything that yeah, worth yeah. winning for him. The only the only singles title he had in one was the never open my title. No and, one wants that. Well, <laughs> I'm Shingo, Shingo's doing a good job of fucking making that division like banging True. again. True. Um and the only he's not won the tag titles either, but again, don't think he's that asked about that. No. He's won he's won the three top belts, which is the US champion. Shape the intercontinental in the world, yeah. So he he doesn't really have much left to prove in New Japan. I mean, obviously that match with Ibushi was already like a match of the year candidate, and it's mm. well, what like less than a fucking fortnight into twenty twenty one, he's already like smashed out a match of the year candidate. Mm. Um, he caught like a really interesting promo. It's about ten minutes long. If you've got ten minutes to kill, it's fucking excellent. It's where superb. he's just basically like asking people why they didn't help him when he was getting beaten up. <laughs> um, and then says, he, says his contract's up uh, after New Year's Dash. Interestingly, at New Year's Dash, you, usually, with the exception of... I think it was AJ. Yeah, it was, it was AJ. With the exception of AJ, usually when people leave New Japan, they, um, they kind of go out with little, little to no fanfare because mm. New Japan don't really want to... Like, try and book something that won't happen, basically. Yeah, yeah. So you look at, like, when Kenny Omega left, he literally dropped the title to Tanahashi and was gone. Yeah. Um, you, yeah. Uh, you look at Nakamura, he dropped the belt to Kenny Omega, the Intercontinental okay. title, and was gone. Um, and same with the Gold Brothers. They actually... Like, the, the difference was with AJ. They actually had Kenny Omega, uh, the Young Bucks, and the Gold Brothers all turn on AJ, and then the Gold Brothers left, like, the following week. <laughs> Oh no um, way! <laughs> so, other than AJ, they don't really have like big angles for people to leave. Mm-hmm. The and needless to say, on New Year's Dash, literally, did he was in an eight man tag match, I believe, um, and he he lost. He was the one to get pinned, and he just got carried out. Like as soon as the match finished, he just he just kind of like got carried out by like the young lions, and that was it. Uh, uh. Which would indicate that he's probably 
they've not got anything planned for for him in yeah. case he doesn't sign. Um, yeah. Obviously, this could be a work, and it, it's something that's been very divisive in the fan base. Like a lot of like diehard New Japan fans are like, "Don't go to WWE; they'll ruin you." But then, I get um, from my point of view, I want to see him in WWE because one, I get to see more Jay White because. That's never New Japan thing. don't run as many shows. It's yeah. just a, the fact of the way they run the, their their business. Um, and two, I think you just look at NXT alone, and the list of dream matches mm-hmm. is incredible. Yeah, and then you think, well, that's before you even factor in factor in him going to like Raw or SmackDown and yeah, doing yeah. stuff there. I yeah. don't. I don't think the issue is going to NXT. I think it's going from NXT to the main yeah. roster. That is the well, issue. The, that's the <laughs> thing, though. There's a lot of people who are kind of like speculating that they might do what, what they did with AJ and have him just bypass yeah, it's NXT not even completely NXT. to show mm-hmm. up in the Rumble. I mean, yes. if, if, you're talk, if you're talking about how Drew's got nobody fucking ready-made and you get a guy like Jay White who's just had a fucking match of the year can, candidate mm-hmm. and he can literally, if they book it right, he is ready-made. They book yeah. anybody right the ready made look at the whole Jey Uso thing with Roman Reigns last year. Yeah, yeah. Um yeah. the thing is a lot of people complain and saying, Oh, you know, don't go to WWE, they'll ruin you, and this, that, and the other. He's still young. You forget how young he is. He could go to WWE, he could sign a five year contract, and after that, he'd still be in fucking prime condition to go, right, fuck it, I'm going to AEW. He's got age yeah. on his side. So if he goes to WWE now, there's time for everything else afterwards. And vice versa. If he went to AEW Fun- now, he'd come back later on down the line. Funnily enough, AEW is the only company I don't want to see him go to. Really? Because I think he'd get lost in the shuffle because there's too... Not not that he's not good enough because he's, he's fucking great. And mm-hmm. there's a lot of stories he could have. But at the moment, with what Kenny Omega's doing is like their top heel, like... That's he wouldn't get a that's sniff. Role you'd want Jay White to come into that company as. Yeah, and I see what you mean. They'd have to obviously explore the whole either. So either he's joining that like new Bullet Club faction, or and he's going to play second fiddle to Kenny basically, mm. or he's just a standalone heel where he'll end up like kind of dwindling around the mid card. Mm. So. The AW AW like don't need them. They've they've got they've got all yeah. like like they've got all the boxes ticked for like what he would offer. Yeah, and that's not like on it on Jay White. That's not to say he's not good enough for AW. I think he'd be as I just say, I think now. he'd be a fine addition to yeah. any company. But just not now. with what AW have got storyline wise at the moment, they don't they don't really have anywhere to fit him in. Yeah, yeah. Um, whereas. Raw, SmackDown, NXT could all benefit from somebody like Jay White. Plenty of stuff for him. Awesome. Well, we'll see. We'll keep you posted um, as soon as any more news comes out. Um, exciting times. Might be uh, talking on the it, 1st of February about, oh yeah, he rocked up in the Rumble and it <laughs> eliminated, insert name here. <laughs> and WWE fucked it up again by having the camera positioned incorrectly. <laughs> like they did they for just, AJ's Rumble they debut. just had Roman's and reaction to Jay White coming out I was like not again <laughs> <laughs> uh, sweet that sums up uh, rounds up this week's news uh, thanks for checking us out if people want to get at us on Facebook and YouTube where can they find us Aaron oh shit um... <laughs> God, <laughs> Deliberately came to you because I saw you yawning. <laughs> um, Facebook and YouTube, uh, Untitled Wrestling Podcast, and Twitter. Whoa, 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 whoa. Ah. Oh, oh. I, I didn't ask you. I didn't ask you for that, did I? Fuck you, Ace. At Untitled Dress Pod. Wow. <laughs> wow. Do you think you are, Jay White? <laughs> Switchblade oh. Iron Sutcliffe. <laughs> <laughs> Where can they find us on Twitter and tri- Twitter and Twitch, Jay? At Untitled Rest Pod. That's how you do it, Aaron. Take note, yeah? I mean, I would have had bit- it in a wonder if you didn't interrupt me. <laughs> <laughs> and if you want any goods for your beard or for a friend's beard or a boyfriend or husband's beard, head on over to thatchface.com. Don't discriminate. Or girlfriend, yeah. But have a beard and lady, yeah? 
yeah, bearded lady. Um, head over to thatchface.com um, for brushes, combs, uh, oils, balms, etc., and use the discount code TROYXL85 to get yourself 20% off your purchase. Cheers for checking us out. Really appreciate it, as always. Happy New Year, and we'll oh, catch you oh, next shit. week. I forgot. I'm meant to do bloody predictions for champions, aren't I, at the end of this? I just remembered. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a dickhead. Um, Hold so, that thought. Go on. Hold that thought. <laughs> daydreaming then. What a segment. <laughs> um, this is like the post credit scene in the Avengers. <laughs> yeah, we'll do it as a po- keep it in as a post credit scene. <laughs> so, if, I've, I've done New Japan ones for this, by the way, Aaron. So, you've got to do a bit of thinking here. Um, so, who oh, wants to go the first? Cuff, like the last two of been. Come on. <laughs> do, do you want to go first then? No, then, why not? I'll, I'll go first. All right. IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Team Champions. Junior Heavyweight will go far. I can't think of anyone going up majorly. Uh, Takashi, just to... Tag team. Tag team. Not, Tag team, not sorry. Oh, yeah. I thought you'd... Sorry, my bad. Um, no, no, we're not there yet, mate. Rocky Romero, an insert name here. <laughs> yo. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go for yo. <laughs> You could have just gone for a Pongi 3K there. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't need just anyone. Rocky Romero and a young lion all day. All right. Um, <laughs> I'll put Yo anyway. Um, IWGP heavyweight tag team champs. Heavyweight tag team. We will go for Tenzan and Kojima. They'll get one last run as tag champs. Tenkoji. <laughs> off the cuff boys off the cuff uh, King of Pro Wrestling Cup oh fuck um, Chase wins why no <laughs> an absolute shit show this I should have just left it out um, never open weight champion never open weight um, go safe bet who Haruki go Oh, Goto? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the safest of bets. That's like his belt. Uh, US champ. US champ. Oh, fuck. Eh. Kenna. I will go Kenna. Hi. Hi, Kenna. Hi, Kenna. <laughs> and um, junior heavyweight champion. You said Takahashi, didn't you? Takahashi, yeah. Safe bet. And uh, last but not least, uh, the double champion. Double champion. Uh, what about if they're not double champion? What if they split them by the end of the year? Well, Bushi's talking about how he wants to unify the two. Oh. Um, I forgot to put that in the news. <laughs> 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 he wants to unify them because, like he said, one represents you the strongest and one represents you the best, but I want to be the best and the strongest, so I want to unify the two. Oh. So, we have little faith, apart from myself, Will Osprey, heavy skewed champion of the world. Come on, mate. We, we want realistic ones here, Aaron. <laughs> not, not, not besmirching this, this predictions. Uh, <laughs> do you want a minute, Troy? And, or do you want to go next? Go on, I'll go next. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, junior heavyweight tag champs? Uh, Rapongi 3K. Safer. <laughs> Why not? Uh, heavyweight tag champs G.O.D they're going to have a long reign Woo. G.O.D flip flop the belt a lot to be fair mm. like they, Even it, they, they could lose they it and drop win it again it. Yeah. yeah or do you drop it usually win it back again like later in the year and then they'll drop it again at Wrestle Kingdom uh, uh, King of Pro Wrestling Yano <laughs> I mean it's a safe bet the safest <laughs> sorry fucking hard I've just realised going to have it again um, and again and again and again. I've, I've just realised I deliberately left out the um, 24-7 championship off the off the whole <laughs> list what's the point because it's going to be our truth it's going to be fucking Michael Cole <laughs> I say that they swerved us they swerved us and had fucking Angel Garza win it just before midnight on New oh, Year God, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> the bastards uh, <laughs> Never open weight champion. 
Jeff Cobb. Jeff Cobb. Solid, solid choice. Uh, US champ. Uh, US champ. Yeah. Currently Kenta. held by John Moxley. Kenta. Kenta. Yeah. Uh, junior heavyweight. Um, Tanahashi. Tanahashi, junior heavyweight. Is he not? Okay. Do you mean Takahashi? Takahashi. Oh. oh, Takahashi. Sorry, yeah. Sorry, I do it all the time as well. It's going to shoot, Troy. It's only one letter in, in between, yeah. to be fair. Yeah. It doesn't help that like they've got like two Takahashis in New Japan as well. Yeah. And, and it's Hiromu and Hiroshi as well. The two and they don't make it easy, do they? No. Um, <laughs> and who's going to be the champ champ? Um, Ibushi. Ibushi. Yeah. Okie dokie. Uh, and now for me to pick them. So for junior heavyweight tag champions, I'm going to go for um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go for um, oh fuck, what's the team now? El Fantasmo and Taiji Ishimori from Bullet Club. Sorry? Fair enough. But I think Rapongi 3K is a fucking very good chance of doing it as well. Mm. King of Pro Wrestling, who you got? I'm doing the IWGP Tag Champs for next week because that's the way my list is. Oh, all right. <laughs> Why not? Come on, come on, me. Play the game. Come on. Play, the game. Play it. Uh, I'm going to go for Fin Juice. For the tag fin Juice? Jumps. Yeah. Fucking Bin Juice. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> do you need something to do? Bless him. <laughs> and to be fair, like they, they were still like knocking around like that. There's not, there's no one who's challenging God for the time being, which makes me think they're waiting for Finley and uh, Juice to be good to go. Uh, yeah. King of Pro Wrestling, Yano. It's, it's obviously going to be Yano. <laughs> it's, it's his, it's his cup. Uh, never open weight. I'm going to go for Minoru Suzuki. War murder, granddad. Murder, granddad. Because he, he's, he's been like floating around there. Uh, IWGP US champ. I'm going to go for Tanahashi. Go Ace. Okay. Go, go Ace. Ace. Because it's, I think it's the only like belt that he's not held other than the other than the Never Openweight. Or has he held the Never Openweight? I don't think so. Sure. Um, so I think, I feel like because Tanahashi is like coming to near the end of his career. Yeah. He's trying. He's going to try and win all the belts that he's not won. Get the Grand Which, Slam. So he's so he can be legit the most decorated New Japan wrestler because a card is starting to uh, sneaky, sneaky up there. Uh, <laughs> junior heavyweight champion. I'm going to go for... Um, probably Hiromu Takahashi as well. Cool. Because they're, that division is like the one that's kind of not really got much going on at the moment. Like, it's a bit only bleak really... at the moment. There's not that yeah, many there's only... bigger names, really. There's there's only Takahashi, I suppose you'd say Bushi. Um, and Bushi, then... Taguchi at a push. And... Taguchi at a push. Desperado. Yeah. Um, ELP and Ishimori as well. Uh, and for the world champ, well, double champion, Going for a carder. Oh, because he's not he's not had it for a he's like, not held one in a while. He's not held it for over a year. I feel like he's gonna take it off a of bushy at um at a uh, Dominion. Dominion Dominion. That's the one. Mm. Yeah. Either that or Sonada's gonna take it off a uh, bushy next month, and then Sonada's gonna drop it just as quickly, either back to a bushy or to a carder. Nice. Um, yeah, right. that's it. Sweet. Right. Um, right. Just edit the outro on the end of that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to leave it in. It's going to be a bit okay. of a bonus. <laughs> okay. Thanks for listening, guys. Happy New Year. Cheers, guys. Happy Bye. New Year. Take care. Bye. Two silkworms are in a wrestling match. It ended in a tie.
<laughs> I love the fact that you've just kept the finger guns there till one of us left. <laughs> it's like, please, somebody. 